Hi, this is Simon from the Saturn Junkyard. Greetings, junkies. It's Brian from the Saturn Junkyard's Titan Cast, and you're listening to the Sega Lounge. And you're listening to the Sega Lounge. Welcome to the Sega Lounge, a podcast dedicated to our love for all things Sega, be it the games, the music, or the community. I'm KC. In each episode, I'll be talking to different guests and sharing their projects and their passion for Sega. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sega Lounge. I hope you've been dealing with the current pandemic situation the best way you can. If you're anything like me, you've been at home and doing your best to enjoy whatever free time you have now. My job allows me to work from home most of the time, so nothing really changed for me from that perspective, except I've been having more work lately and I seem to be busier than before. And also, I can't leave the house. Yeah. If, unlike me, you have a lot of free time on your hands, I hope the Sega Lounge helps you to fill an hour or hour and a half a week with fun and insightful Sega talk. When I say I've been busy, that includes preparing things for the show. Not only setting up interviews, but also the act of recording them and editing them is something that takes a lot of time. So if you've been enjoying this new season of the Sega Lounge as much as I have, please consider subscribing to the podcast and leaving a positive review on your podcatcher of choice or podchaser.com. As you may recall, last week's episode was heavily focused on Space Channel 5 with our guests hailing from the land of the rising sun. Since Grounding Inc. and Strangely Compelling Media were so nice, I was able to do a little giveaway and hand out two codes for Space Channel 5 VR to two lucky listeners. Stick around until the end of this episode, as I'll be announcing who the winners are. And now, on to this week's chat. This week's guests are Brian and Simon, two of the lovely people behind the Saturn Junkyard, a fan project that evolved into a whole retro gaming community and is cared for by a group of very knowledgeable people. You can find them at thesaturnjunkyard.blogspot.com. This was not an easy episode to record due to some technical issues we ran into and were especially evident during the Sega Lounge Challenge, so kudos to Brian and Simon for still doing such an amazing job on that game. Grab a drink, sit back and enjoy as I talk to the guys about their blog and their love for the Sega Saturn. Hello, guys. Hello, Brian and Simon. Welcome to the Sega Lounge. Hello. Hey, greetings. Hey, welcome. It's great to have you here. Uh, Brian and Simon from the Saturn Junkyard. Uh, so welcome, first of all. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the podcast. Let's start with some introductions. So let's start with Brian. Would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself, how you started playing video games, um, your social security number as well, <laughs> whatever you want to share with the audience. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a very uh, 
clean and tidy question. I feel like I can answer it in a single sentence, no problem. Um, <laughs> no, I, I uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Brian. I have basically been playing games for as long as I've had the motor control skills to do so. Um, and I, in fact, my uh, parents had a, an Atari uh, 2600 or VCS um, before I was even born. Um, and so that was, I think, technically the first, my first introduction to the medium. Um, but I, you know, at a certain point, I uh, just became, I got a Genesis and became a Sega fan for life. And then that was uh, really what led me down to the road of just, uh, I don't know, this whole crazy community of of, um, of retro gaming. And, and it's really fun to see how, um, how that's evolved and grown and flourished over the years. Um, but... I don't. I don't actually know my social security number off the top of my head, so can't, ah, can't help you shucks. there. Sorry. <laughs> great, great, great. Simon, what about you? Um, well, I've been playing video games since I was a child, which is a very, very long time ago. Uh, I'm one of the probably elder people in the um, gaming community, so I I first video gamed on um, the old Pong. Um, sort of single monochrome video games of, of tennis and pong um, and then graduated to an Atari 2600 uh, played those games played arcade games of course in the arcade which was, was chiefly the way that people played video games when I was a kid was in the arcades and then eventually got a hold of a, a Mega Drive and then a Saturn and then a Dreamcast and then from then on, I've just uh, always been in love with video games and Sega in particular. Uh, I also like to play the modern systems. The PS4 is my uh, current system that I'm playing. So, uh, yeah, love video games, but particularly Sega video games and Sega consoles. So that's me. Awesome. Yeah. So, by the way, let, let's uh, keep... On, on talking with uh, about that about games and games that you like so Simon for example favorite games of all time easy question everyone likes to answer this for me for me definitely Shenmue uh, two, 1 and 2 definitely my favorite video games of all time good man good man same here okay <laughs> what about you Brian um, yeah, that, that's also a very, uh, tough question. And I honestly, I think the answer changes for me every week. Um, but <laughs> I guess if I was to narrow it down, maybe, I don't know, is like a top three. Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I, I, I get generally, uh, I think the games that resonate with me most are ones that push me or, or change my understanding of what the medium is capable of some way. Um, and how, you know, how, people uh, it gets me i guess they're games that get me to um really reassess how i can interact with games and how they're engaging players so shenmue is definitely one of those um i think that changed a lot of stuff for me so i think that's maybe all three of us that would put shenmue up in that tier um and otherwise i think breath of the wild also did that for me at least in mm -hmm. open world context and uh i guess i could pick any immersive sim but deus ex the original deus ex was um, incredibly influential for uh, for I don't know getting me to really think seriously about um, what this medium means to me and and how I can enjoy it. I love that game. 
um, and and awesome. all of the games that uh, kind of spawned around that that cloth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, great picks. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so we're obviously here to talk about the Saturn Junkyard. So we're definitely talking about the Sega Saturn. Oh crap! Uh, we should have you... mentioned Saturn games, shouldn't we? Oh, oh, <laughs> oh well. <laughs> It's okay. You, you still get a chance. So, how um, or what are your first memories of the Saturn? And obviously, you guys are um, part of a, a website dedicated to the, to that console and those games. Why is the Saturn so important to you? I'll I'll go first if that's okay, Brian. Um, what happened with me was I had a, a Mega Drive, and I was very much into sports game golf in particular. Uh, which I used to play with friends um, in the living room, drinking a beer. And uh, so I, I, I wanted to carry on playing um, golf on a Sega system and went into a, an electrical store and had to argue with the uh, clerk to give me a Saturn rather than a PlayStation. He was telling me that I was making a foolish decision. But it was <laughs> pure, it was, it, it was purely a desire to play Sega golf games on and continue to do what I'd done on the Mega Drive with the newer system. So I bought it, I think, just as it was beginning to um, crumble in the marketplace. And then I kept hold of it for... Well, basically, I've had one ever since. And... Um, it, it it it's a system that holds a lot of I hold a lot of love for, and it's a system that I've had some brilliant experiences on, um, and and yeah, Sega loyalty I think was what what brought me to the Saturn. Awesome, that that's very specific though. Golf games on Sega systems, right? <laughs> it, 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 it is it is. I mean, that was that was what I have to say. It wasn't just golf games. I I, I did love all kinds of video games. I I particularly like Shinobi, uh, and Golden Axe and and Streets of Rage and all of those great games on the Mega Drive. But I just wanted to continue playing Sega Golf. And and then when I got the Saturn, I got it bundled with Sega Rally, and that became the new sports title that my friends and i would play on our our time together in the evening uh, and also i had like little kids at the time um when it was in the in the sort of early 90s when when the saturn came out the mid 90s i had uh, three children at that point so i had a it, it was kind of a release for me to play video games i did i couldn't play in-depth rpgs or anything like that it was just short snappy sports titles things like golf driving football and fighting games so yeah that that, that was me awesome awesome that's a great answer yeah thank you what about you brian uh first memories of the saturn why is it it's so important to you still yeah um well, I mean, unlike Simon, I don't think I can credit Craig Stadler, uh, the uh, walrus, for uh, ushering in my love for the system. I'm assuming, I'm assuming Pebble Beach was that the was that the first game you played, or the one that got you? I, I, I think it was, but I think I had us maybe two or three golf titles. I think I had the actual golf as well at the same time. Okay, I don't know if I've played that one. Um, yes. Yeah, so, so for me, I think uh, my interest in it stemmed back. Um, to 
the uh, a lot of the mid '90s and early '90s 3D arcade games that came from Sega. Um, I think when I first played, you know, Virtua Fighter and uh, Daytona USA and, and those titles, they really kind of blew my mind, um, and I uh, was always having a kind of a cursory interest in the Saturn because I saw that those uh, titles were being ported over. Um, and so by the mid nineties, um, when it was out, I had, I was interested in it, but I never pulled the trigger or, or I should say I never begged my parents to pull the trigger at that point. And um, I had always wanted to get one. And, and it wasn't until about I think 2004 or 2005 that I actually ended up finally um, getting into it. And I think part of that was was um, bolstered by the fact that I had di- I did dive into the Dreamcast and I bought that at launch and I was all in on that. And so, you know, once the Dreamcast had died and after a couple of years um, past that, I, I was really thinking, man, it would be really fun to go back to some of those um, uh, earlier uh 90s Sega uh, classics that I liked. So yeah, I decided to buy a Saturn. I think I got a pretty good eBay deal that came with all a lot of the iconic titles, all the Panzer Dragoon, or, or at least one and two, uh, Zvi, and uh, I think had Tomb Raider and Street Fighter Alpha 2. And um, yeah, it was a good mix of titles along with like Virtua Fighter 1 and 2 and, um, and Daytona USA and Sega Rally. So uh, I think that was like my first kind of... Um, I don't know, head first deep dive into the system. So it was, it was a fun crash course. Oh no, of course, Knights. I think Knights was also pretty iconic um, early yeah. on in getting my attention for, um, mm-hmm. for the Saturn. Awesome. Yeah. So I think it's time for a confession. I've never owned a Saturn, which is kind of interesting because uh, I'm planning on learning a lot tonight. Hey. Uh, on this show, yeah. <laughs> well, statistically speaking, I mean, you're you know you're in the majority anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, don't feel I've, bad. Uh, that generation of gaming, I I missed out on that generation of gaming entirely. So, no PlayStation either, no Nintendo sixty four. So, yeah, yeah. That um, that makes it all the more forgivable. The fact that you didn't have a PlayStation or an N sixty four means we will definitely forgive you for uh, not having the Sam. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Yeah, if I uh, had to to pick, if I had the chance at the time, I would definitely get a Saturn. Uh, Sega fanboy for life, so yeah. Okay, so we've talked about the, the Saturn and your love for the console and the games. Uh, let's talk about the Junkyard. So how did you guys get involved with the Saturn Junkyard? Um, let's start with Simon. Brian, perhaps. Well, Simon, I think Simon, I okay. Simon's the one that got it all started, so it might. Okay, okay, might Simon. Be, uh... Awesome. Okay, so uh, you, Casey, have you had some uh, contact with the guys from the Dreamcast Junkyard? I have, yes. Okay, so so back when Tom started that in, I think it was two thousand and five, um, he very kindly allowed me. to to write some articles on his blog and uh, allowed me to be a part of the Dreamcast Junkyard team, which I was for, I would think, three or four years. Uh, And then at the same time, uh, he also encouraged me to start my own blog. And and I 
you know, had a very limited creative uh, scope. So I just thought, right, I know what I'll do. I'll do a Saturn junkyard, the same as Tom's Dreamcast junkyard. And it literally went like that. He was kind enough to take me on board. He was very generous in terms of letting me take on the junkyard name. Um, and he was, he's just being all right, you know, totally supportive. We did a, a joint podcast um, last week. Uh, so we still have an ongoing uh, friendship as well, which is nice. So yeah, straight through the Dreamcast junkyard is where the Saturn junkyard came, and it was a a, a written only blog for many years. Um, and there were many years where there wasn't many articles put on it, but it's been around since two thousand and six, um, and it's still going now. We get the odd article still up there uh, every month or so. Uh, and then there's also now a Facebook community um, and the Titan cast, which is our podcast. And we have a YouTube channel. So it's grown. It's grown completely. And Brian has uh, a lot to do with all of the, the growth and the development. So I shall hand over to him at this point and let him tell you how we've moved from being just a, a blog to being uh, a bit of a multimedia empire. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and, and not and you know of course we still are a blog i think first and foremost that's um you know a big part of how we express our enthusiasm for the, the saturn today but um yeah along those lines we also um had a number of people join and so i guess i should t uh, take a step back and say that um at a certain point and i would shout out john lee here um and and i think he bugged you simon right this was a couple of years ago at 2017 or so um, to to uh, kick things off with like a, a Facebook community, right? Correct. And um, at the time, I had just joined the Dreamcast Junkyard, and I think John had come over and advertised that, "Hey, we're starting up the Saturn Junkyard Facebook group. You should join us if you if you're into the Saturn." And and I I kind of jumped at that um, along with a few other people, um, Sam. Uh, as well, I think you know him as uh, the Sega Southern gentleman or Southern Sega gentleman. Oh God, he's going to kill me if I, I speak that <laughs> up. Southern Sega gentleman SSG. Um, and so he, you know he has his own YouTube channel now. But um, yeah, I think both of us got together and we're like, well, what else can we do to contribute um, to this? And and we had gotten in touch with Simon, and he was you were nice enough, Simon, to. Uh, basically just give us the reins to say, Oh, you guys want to do a podcast? Sure. Let's, let's do a podcast. And um, that's really how it got started. And, and then Nuno um, who had also contributed on the blog uh, several years back or prior, um, he was interested as well. So the four of us kind of got together and decided to start recording um, at least as often as we could, which ended up not being terribly often. And, and that kind of fluctuates and we can probably talk about that later. Um, but yeah, it's been a fun little project. And, and in addition to that, there's the YouTube channel um, that Nuno spearheads, um, and he puts out some really, really nice uh, content, particularly surrounding some of the uh, technical comparisons and emulation, strides in emulation and fan translation projects and other things that come out. Also, um, just you know, prototype games. Um, he'll show off. Uh, I think I can't remember the name of the last one that was. Uh, was it like Colliders or something like that? It was kind of a um, hockey robot hockey sort of rocket league game. Anyway, he's he's usually uh, at work putting uh, putting um, some really good videos together for for that. So yeah, we just 
pooled our interests in the things we uh, uh, felt we could contribute. And, and yeah, we used the Saturn junkyard as a nice little platform to uh, make those contributions to the, uh, in any way we can. And of course there's the um, Facebook community, which I think is a huge part of it now. I don't know. I'm sure, I assume we'll, we'll talk about that um, in depth later on. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Awesome. So it, it kind of feels like it's a, a joint effort, right? So you guys all have different expert expertise and interests and just come together in this uh, community to, to produce different content that uh, people will enjoy. So that's that sounds very good, very good. Excellent. Yeah, we, we're very lucky that we have uh, a lot of co-contributors, um, people like Cameron who uh, come and do, do articles for us and have joined us on podcasts. Um, so we, we do get to draw on some, some pretty um, interesting characters and some technically-minded people who can talk to us uh, to the subject and, and have a good knowledge of the system as well. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. That's, that sounds like something fun. And that sounds like something that actually uh, makes the content you produce more interesting, right? So have having different people helping you out, contributing. That's very cool. Awesome stuff. Great community. Um, let's, let's talk about the most important thing regarding the Saturn. Uh, obviously, Segata Sanshiro, right? Uh, <laughs> the 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 biggest personality in the world of Saturn. Um, so your thoughts on on that amazing man? Um, well, I mean, what can be said, really? <laughs> uh, and in fact, you know, I, I'm compelled to take a moment of silence just for his sacrifice and all all of yes. the work he 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 did to make the Saturn the shining what is it just the this the shooting star that it was that the burst of energy that in an instant it fizzled but in the, in the middle of it you've never seen anything more glorious so I, I yeah i have to say i have to say sagata does um surpass and transcend all of the games he is something of a deity to us uh we each have a shrine to him in our house and we burn incense and, and bow to his image every day. So, yeah, we revere him and, and, and he does transcend the system, the games, everything. He is, he is to be revered and respected. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, that's also not really by choice. I mean, because if we don't, he his ghost does come and, and will, will punch us. So, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah there's and... a little more incentive to it. Then. But certainly we do yeah, respect yeah. him, obviously. Yeah, not by choice, but yeah, you do respect him, sure. Uh, so there's something that I usually like to do with my guests, uh, something called quick shots. Uh, sadly, not alcohol, I'm sorry, uh, but uh, basically it's something that uh, I, I like to do with my guests to you know, keep them on the edge of their seats. So I have some words or phrases here. And what I want you to do, guys, is to tell me the the first thing that comes into your head when you hear these phrases or uh, words. Okay? okay. So if you, since we we have two guests this week, maybe we can do. Um, maybe both of you can take a turn in saying what you think about these things. Okay. So let's start with Simon with the first one. Okay. The first thing, video games. Sega. Good. Brian, video games. Engagement. 
Mm. or interactivity. Yeah. One of those two. I guess that's my second thought. (laughs) I'll go with the second one, interactivity. Okay. Simon, Sega. Shenmue. Ah, good. For me, Brian. for me, that. Oh, go on. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Please. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Carry on. Sorry, I forgot it was one word. Carry on. <laughs> you you can use more than one word. You can just say what you think about it. Yeah. So, Brian, Sega. Stubbornness. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, Simon. Saturn. Console, um, yeah, console. That would be the first word. Okay. This is harder than you'd think. <laughs> Brian, Saturn. Uh, criminally underappreciated, I suppose. No one said rings. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> Titan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Simon, Segata Sanshiro. Uh, deity. <laughs> Brian. Uh, coercion. <laughs> Great. And finally, Simon, the Saturn Junkyard. A place you can call home. Oh, that's nice. Brian. Uh, community? Yeah, I'll go with community. Great, great, great ones. Okay, so those were our quick shots of the week with Brian and Simon. Thank you very much, guys. Good work, good work. Okay, so um, we're going to take a quick break, Brian and Simon. We're going to keep talking about the the, not the Simon Junkyard, although that would be a great (laughs) idea, maybe for the future, (laughs) the Simon Junkyard, the Saturn Junkyard. Uh, But after this quick break, we have a surprise for you guys. Okay, something that we usually do with our guests uh, that is far, far worse than quick shots. I hope you're ready. Although you're not. Let's take a break. Okay. This week's episode is sponsored by the K.O. Corral restaurant. Feeling hungry from battling snakes? Come on down to the K.O. Corral restaurant in Old Armstone Town. If you think you can handle it, try our rattlesnake burger for your daily dose of protein. And to top it off the right way, ask for our world-famous cow patty ice cream. For a meal worthy of the strongest vipers, Come to the K.O. Corral restaurant in Old Armstone Town. Find us in front of the Fighting Gallery Game Arcade. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back to the Sega Lounge. I hope you're ready, because as I said before we took this break, there's a surprise. Something we like to call the Sega Lounge Challenge. Okay, so are you guys ready for the Sega Lounge Challenge? Will there be theme music? Yeah. As ready as no. we'll ever be. Yeah, you're not. Don't, don't worry. Uh, so <laughs> there, there will be music. 
This week's Sega Lounge Challenge, it can be anything we want. There will be music this week. Okay. No, I meant like, is, uh, there's, is there a theme song to the oh there Oh, there is. Now that you know our guests, it's time to put them to the test. It's the moment we've waited for and the moment they dread. Welcome to your doom. I mean, welcome to the Sega Lounge Challenge. <laughs> So hopefully you're scared right now. That is awesome. That is yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. badass. Okay, so as the man said, it can be anything we want. So this week we're going to play a little game of uh, Saturn Music Roulette. Okay, so what this means is I have 10, uh, 10 second long clips from different tracks of different Saturn games. They're all numbered 1 to 10. So what I want you to do is to pick a number at random and we'll see if you guys can tell me what the, the game is, what game the music is from. Okay, There's a little catch though. And by the way, you can play it co-op style or um, versus. You can play one against each other. So that's probably the best one Yeah, uh, okay. if you want. Or you can just play co-op. There's a catch though. Five of the ten tracks are in reverse. So, oh dear lord! And you don't know which one of them are in reverse. I do. <laughs> oh, <Okay>. got it. <laughs> yeah. So, how's it going to be? Do you guys want to play against each other or just co-op? I th I think we'd be best to combine our our resources, Brian. Yeah. Agreed. I, I don't think, think so. my brain will be enough for this this exercise. Oh, uh, yeah, I think so. I think you're right. I wanted more <laughs> blood, but okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> so one to ten, which which one do you guys want first? Five. Five. Oh, five is a good one. Do you know why five is a good one? No. Because it's one of the tracks that are in reverse. Uh, so. <laughs> Let's start with number five in reverse. Okay. I think I might have that, Brian. Have you got that as well? This is very easy. Yeah, I was going to guess, uh, can you feel the sunshine from Sonic? Yeah, I was going to say Sonic, Sonic, Sonic Racing. Yeah. Super, so super the, oh, or supersonic racing do, do we have to guess the title or the, the you you don't game? have to guess the, the track itself you can just guess the game but kudos if you want to give me the track as well well i'm, I'm gonna go for supersonic racing uh, the actual track name supersonic racing okay yeah I, from, actually from i think sonic car okay yeah i think uh simon you're probably right it probably is that but just to hedge our bets i'll i'll go ahead and just guess uh also, Sonic R, uh, Can You Feel the Sunshine? Even though it is probably supersonic racing. Okay. So, you think that that thing, that little clip we played, was Sonic R, right? Yeah. And you're, you're absolutely sure. Final answer, right? Definitely Sonic R. Okay, let's see if you're right. Let's play the track non, not in reverse. Come on now, race! 
Yeah. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Okay, Supersonic Racing from Sonic R. Well done, well done. <laughs> and it was the bridge, no less, not even the, the chorus. Yeah, See? I've, 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 listened to, I've listened to that far too many times. That was track number five. Awesome job. Uh, let's see if you can keep this up. So which one next, guys? Brian and Simon? Um, how about two? Two. Oh, two is a great one. Two is too easy, though. Okay. This is not in reverse. So let's see if you guys know this one. You do. Oh, shoot. I don't know. <laughs> I... If, nope. if I had to guess, I would say it's a Panzer Dragoon. But I, d I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I would, I would say it might be Saga, if any of them. But... Um... Shoot, yeah, I, I mean, it definitely sounds of uh, R JRPG uh, styling. I'm going to go with Saga. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a hint. Oh, okay. This is a, 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 re a rearranged version of the track. Okay. Hmm. It's part of the soundtrack of the game, still. Mm -hmm. And that really wasn't a hint, was it? Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Here's a hint. It's the same song as the song. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Sega Launch Challenge. Uh, nice. You know what? Maybe, maybe I have a different idea. Okay. Okay. Are we way off with, with Panzer Dragoon? I don't know if he can tell us that. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> you see, when you, when you say it, it's it's a reimagining of it, I'm wondering if it's one of those reimagined Daytona tracks. Well, it's you, pretty close to uh, it's pretty close to the original, though. But you said like, it's I said in, that, but it's really, really, really. It's in the soundtrack. Yeah, it's in, it's in the soundtrack. I'm I'm might, might even be in the game. Not sure, though. Yeah, so also, guesses. Not every Sega in a Saturn <laughs> game has a, an officially released soundtrack either. Um, but Saga does, so I'm going to go with Saga. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to vaguely say Panzer Dragoon. Okay, so your final answer is... And since you're playing co-op, your joint okay, so Brian, answer yeah, Brian, is... joint answer is Panzer Dragoon Saga for Brian. Is that it, Brian? Are you sure? Sure, sure. Might as well be. Ah, so close, but actually it's correct. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Panzer Dragoon Saga. Very good. Good job. That's it. Well done. This is the main theme, rearranged. It's just a little, little bit different. Not so much orchestral, but a little bit more electronic. Yeah. It's okay, almost in well line done. Kind of the, the Zvi style um, a bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Very good job so far. So two for two. Five and two are done. Which one is next? Um, can we have number seven this time, please? Oh, yes, you can. Oh, this is a good one. It's in reverse as well. Uh, Simon always picks the, the ones that are in reverse. That's great. 
Let's yeah, take cool. a listen. This is very easy. Not in reverse, but I'm not sure now. Let's take a listen. Daytona. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's Daytona USA. Do we have to delineate between which version? If it's like the re- one of the remixes of... Let, no, let's kidding. go away. Daytona, let's go away. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Let's go with that. That's an interesting guest. Yeah. Guest, sorry. Um, Thank you. I think we are interesting yeah. guests. <laughs> so your guess is Daytona USA? Yep. Are you sure? No. (laughs) Cool, cool, cool. Let's play the track not in reverse. It is, of course. Let's go away (laughs) from Daytona USA. This is easier than the uh, say say what word pops into your head, Brown. (laughs) This is easier than the quick shots thing. (laughs) Definitely. Awesome, awesome. Good job. Three for three. Okay, next one. Five, two, seven. Uh, hmm. Ten. Ten. Oh, great one. In reverse as well. Okay. Let's go with number ten. Burning ring. Yeah, then. So... You were saying definitely ranges, definitely burning ranges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Final answer, I think. Final answer, maybe. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it is. You know what? We should take is... a, another break and just let that whole song play. That would be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a great track. Very good job. Okay, you're you're crushing this. Awesome. Okay, uh, so five, two, seven, ten. Which one next? Hmm. Uh, six. Hmm. Six. Okay, six is not in reverse. So let's take a listen to number six. You know what? I'm gonna. It, it's got a very, uh, it, it's got a very Sonic feeling to me. That and and I'm obviously we've had something from Sonic R, so that would make it Sonic 3D if it was gonna be. Which I don't really. I'm not confident about that at all, Brian. I'm gonna have to ask you to to bail us out here. But it like, I mean, to me, it vaguely sounds it has like a similar tone and vibe as like uh, the first stage of Sonic Adventure a little bit, but not, not. Yes, that's that's what I was thinking. Sonic Adventure can't be, of course, it cannot be Sonic Adventure. These are well, yeah, I don't think it's that song. It just kind of sounds vaguely like it. Um, It has hmm. to be a Saturn game, so yeah, okay, that helps. Ah, shoot, It, it could be a game. That uh, in the same style of Sonic Adventure, perhaps, maybe, or maybe in the same genre. Hmm. Mm. And that's all you're gonna get from me. It's it's it maybe a three a three D platformer. Uh, 
It's not a croc or a bug or anything like that, is it? I'm going I'm I'm to take a, a stab in the dark and say Sonic 3D. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember because I because I played the I think I played the PC version, which I think has the Richard Jock soundtrack. I don't recognize that, but of course I've only heard like half a bar. So, um, I don't know. Maybe uh, shoot. It, yeah, it sounds very chipper. Very like, um, gosh, I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's Sonic 3D Blast, but uh, you know, might as well go with that because that was that's your guess, Simon, and it's going to be better than anything I can come up with. Let's let's just go with that. Okay. Okay. So final answer, Sonic 3D. Yeah. Although we're not confident, yeah. that's what we're going with. Okay. And the correct answer is not Sonic 3D, unfortunately. No. The correct answer was Estal. Really? Oh, wow. Really? Interesting. <laughs> it's yeah, I was the just intro. That's it's part funny. of the intro. It's actually yeah. the beginning of the intro. That's funny. That's, yeah, I was just playing game, that this morning. I played. Yeah, that's a game. I, I, I have no excuse for that. That's a game I've played several times, and I didn't think of that for a second. <laughs> yeah, I was probably okay. gonna guess like Guardian Heroes or something. Otherwise, but yeah, I um feel like I yeah because I was just that playing that this morning. Would have been a good but, guess as well, Guardian yeah. Heroes. Yeah, but again, I, I couldn't. I really couldn't style. hear much of that clip, unfortunately. Okay. You see, the problem the problem with starting off strong is we can only go down from there. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay, so we're halfway there. Uh, five tracks done. Five, two, seven, ten, six. Why don't we go with one now? Okay, sure. cool. Okay, okay. So one is in reverse. So... But it's a very easy one, I think. Let's let's take a listen to number one. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm totally agree with that. I don't care. So you were saying? Do do do. Oh, sorry. This isn't karaoke. Nights into dreams. That's a, an interesting guest. Guess. Ah, I keep saying guest. Because you you are really interesting guests. So your answer is, just to be clear, nights into dreams. Ah, really? Okay, let's take a listen to the track, not in reverse. Of course. I love that music. Nights into dreams. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I wish. <laughs> Could could we get the entire soundtrack backwards like that? Because I feel like that might be a, a fun way to to listen to it. Also, yeah, yeah, the tracks are so good they work either way. Okay, so that's great. Number one, let's keep going. Which one is next, guys? Five, two, seven, ten, six, one. Uh, right. Yeah, let's go three. with three. Three. Okay. Three is a great one, not in reverse. So let's take a listen to number three. Wow. Mm. Do you know what I'm thinking for that? I'm thinking, um, oh crap. I'm I'm thinking Guardian Die Heroes. Hard. So I was thinking, I know I was thinking Die Hard. You know the Die Hard trilogy. Oh. 
Yeah. I, hmm. I feel like that had more of a um, kind of a darker accord, orchestral arrangement, like more dramatic kind of Hollywood style. Okay, go with Guardian Heroes. Then. Yeah, I'm going to go with Guardian Heroes on that. It could be Die Hard, though. No, I, 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 think, I think Brian's got that. Yeah, that I'm glad. I'm glad we're working as a co-op and not not just me. <laughs> so your final answer is. Yeah, I'll go with Guardian Heroes on that. Guardian Heroes is the correct answer, of course. Ooh. That was Jazzy Sabotage. Yeah, well done. The well best done. kind of sabotage. Exactly. <laughs> right. So, number four, next? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, Not in reverse either. Let's see. Wow. I'm I'm gonna say that Sega Rally. Oh, I Sega heard Rally. Some, Why? I heard some like blips of horns come in later on. Um, mm-hmm. That's it. It was about silence in between. Um, yeah, I think that that just definitely sounds. It feels like I'm selecting my track in Sega Rally with that or something. So Sega Rally. Sega Rally. Sure. That's amazing because that is the correct answer. That that was my dear friend Rally from Sega Rally Championship. Awesome. Amazing. <laughs> Even with just a second long clip for you guys, apparently. <laughs> yeah, That's when, great. You, when you know someone as intimately as we know Sega Rally, I think only a second is needed. I, I would recognize <laughs> that anyway. Great. Okay, so only eight and nine left, right? Yep, that's it. So, eight or nine? Um, eight. I'm, yeah, eight, true. Eight, good. Eight is in reverse. It's the last one. So, let's see what happens with number eight. Yeah, it sounds... Hmm. I'm I'm getting some kind of like rock guitar there. Any clue? Uh, I'm no. I, I'm inclined to guess like Virtua Fighter. I don't know whether the first or second one. Do you know what? I'll I'll totally go with that again, Brian. I think you're on the money there. I think it's Virtua Fighter. I think it's Virtua Fighter One. But you you okay. go on. Um, try it. Yeah, let's let's go with that. I mean, I, I yeah, I don't know whether it will be one or two, but I feel like it's probably one of the one of those two games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Final answer. Sure. Final answer. Okay. Let's take a listen to the track not in reverse. Oh, Virtual Fighter Two. Virtual Fighter 2, yeah. Black Cat Moon. I'll give you that point, though. Yeah, good job. Well done. All right, awesome. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> okay, only one left. This is number nine, not in reverse. Depending on your preferences, this could be the easiest or the hardest. Let's see. Let's see. Let's take a listen to number nine. 
Wow, I'd be I'd be tempted again <laughs> to go with a Panzer Dragoon there, but obviously we've had, we've had Saga. Could we have two Panzer Dragoon titles in one go? It really doesn't sound like a Panzer Dragoon game to me. <laughs> now I'm thinking golf. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it 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 does. It just sounds. I'm, I'm Pebble Beach. Is it? it couldn't be Pebble Beach, surely. I oh, don't wow. know. Maybe like a. a, a... Victory song or something? Yeah, it does sound triumphant. Yeah, it, it actually has a triumphant feel about it. I I agree. Not saying it it, it is a golf track, but yeah, or a sports track, but yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, it sounds like I finished like some sort of, I don't know, decathlete Olympic <laughs> uh, competition yeah. or something. Yeah, I well, maybe decathlete. Or, or athlete kings? I yeah, I I don't know. I don't know if that's right. I, it's been a while since I played that game, but maybe that's my best guess. Or is it? Could it be Sega Worldwide Soccer? If Ooh. it's that, I'll 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 be so upset if it's that, and I haven't got it. <laughs> okay, final answer, guys. Which will it be? <laughs> uh, should, we, I... should we go with Sega Worldwide Soccer, Brian? As a sure. Yeah. Sega yeah. Worldwide ninety seven. Or do we have to? Yeah, specifically the the, the that's year. that's very specific. Um. Yeah. I mean, I okay. think my best guess would have been like decathlete or athlete kings, as it was known in UK. But um, yeah. I I don't really I don't really know. Yeah. Let's let's go with uh your guess, Simon. So, I'm going to tell you that. Uh, Athlete Kings uh, is not the correct answer. Whew. All right, good. Don't trust me, everybody. Uh, <laughs> Sega Worldwide Soccer 97 is nice. not the correct answer either. <laughs> the correct answer was Shining the Holy Ark. <laughs> oh, shoot. You're right. Okay, so, no, that's, that's out of my sphere of experience, but uh, when you, okay. you are I, very, you're very good at teasing people. I, I thought I had it for a second. <laughs> that said, a great job, guys. Eight out of ten. Amazing. That's a really, really good outcome out of this Sega Lounge Challenge. Amazing. Yeah, well that done. Was kind of, that so, was fun, actually. Yeah, awesome. that was great. Uh, next time we'll do it out of Discord. So it, it's better. Uh, that means uh, the uh, the Saturn Junkyard now has officially earned uh, the official Sega Lounge seal of approval, which I will send to you uh, right now whenever I can find it. Uh, okay, there we go. The Sega Lounge seal of approval. Well done. Good job, guys. Well done. Thank you. That's 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 a real honor. Like to wow. find my and... <laughs> it is an actual seal. Yeah, <laughs> I was not expecting the literal seal. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you very much for, for taking part uh, and for being su such good sports. Awesome. So before we go, uh, let's let's talk a little bit more about, about the, the junkyard and, uh, and the Saturn as well. Um, 
so you've you've written a piece on the recent Panzer Dragon remake. Um, overall, yeah, what do you guys think about it? What do you guys think about this this new remake? Since it's so fresh in people's memories. Well, um, I can get my, my thoughts out the way very quick because I haven't played it. Um, I I, I want to complete it on the Saturn before I try to remake it. So so I I have no opinion at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, I may have too many opinions, so um, I think <laughs> distilling them <laughs> down into one uh, I don't know d succinct um, I don't know summary is maybe a little difficult here. Uh, you know, honestly, though, I, I appreciate the effort. Like, I feel, and and uh, maybe I say this, and hopefully, and I think you had the uh, the producer uh, Ben on um, a couple episodes back, yeah. right? Um, mm -hmm. You know, I I feel, and I mentioned this in the article when I wrote about, it, and we also recorded the last uh, Titan cast. Uh, we talked to all of, we went really in depth. So if you yeah. want some yeah. of Sam and and my own um, in depth thoughts on that, you can listen to that. You can also read the article, um, which is on um, the Saturn Junkyard.blogspot.com. Um, and honestly, I, I really do appreciate that projects like this exist. Um, and as a game, like for me to just jump in and, and play it and enjoy it in the same manner that I would the original, um, it serves its purpose. It's, it's fun. It's a, it, you know, it hits the right notes. It's, you know, of course there's a lot of little technical, um, hiccups, a little lag, um, some, uh, idiosyncrasies with the, um, aiming and whatnot so there's a lot of like tiny things that um i think some people who are purists will certainly uh not necessarily appreciate but for somebody who casually enjoys the game and is looking to relive that experience i think it's great like i think it's i'm really happy that that game came out um i think it's it's a very welcome addition to the switch library and hopefully it'll be out on other platforms um because i Overall, I think more people should um, be exposed to the Panzer Dragoon franchise, and the more people that um, are able to play it, um, the better for its continued survival and also prospects of other resurrections for Saga or um, other or future sequels um, and whatnot. Um, that all said, yeah. uh, you know, I can't help but uh, play these kinds of games and think about like or wonder what what's the purpose that they're trying to serve as a remake. Um, and we can go on all day about the distinction between you know remakes, remasters, and and what the different objectives and approaches can be, which very much range. Um, but when I think about uh, this game in particular, uh, I am a little—I don't know—I I just was a little off-put by um, the notion that the you know, visuals understandably changed a lot um, to the point that I think the entire visual direction and artistic direction um, aesthetically is in, very different from the original. Um, and it is a, it's a lot more vibrant. It's a lot more, um, I don't know, almost like a candy coated sort of thing. It has it's a lot more cluttered with visual detail and, and in itself, I don't think that's a bad idea or a bad way to go. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day though, I just, I feel like it's really odd, jarring maybe that so much attention was put into changing that but also they were so intentional about keeping everything else um, as similar as they could without evolving those various aspects together um, whether it's um, some of the quality of life or you know how how things maybe don't uh, you you know the aiming and and everything doesn't maybe work as smoothly as you might expect in a modern 
um, shooter, for instance, or how there is a weird lag between um, when you're shifting camera perspectives. Um, uh, there is a weird, like almost like a half second uh, delay there between when you yeah. hit the button and when you shift. And so it's like it's weird things like that that um, don't seem to have advanced the project any from what I remember of the original. Even though when you look at it visually, oh, this is this is definitely a newer you know, looking game and, and it looks, and I think it looks pretty. I, th- I think it, it's a great looking game, but um, it also loses a lot of the tone and a lot of the um, atmosphere that made the original such a special game to me. Um, mm-hmm. And and it doesn't necessarily use its other components. Uh, it doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't really leverage them in that same direction to make it feel as modern as it tries to look. I guess is maybe yeah, a so way to summarize it. Just a, a matter of that it looks, but the the overall experience remains, you know, mostly the same. But yeah, what's the point of in doing that uh, when probably most people who remember the game would prefer to play the original, right? That's kind of my thinking. I mean, it's like I, if that if that was the goal of the project to just make the game as people remember it, I would keep the visual. I would keep everything um, similar and maybe add quality, you know, other than the HD, you know, a little more uh, detail and and smoother frame rates and whatnot. You know, increase the performance. Um, of course, the analog uh, aiming is is very helpful. Um, I do like the photo photo mode a lot, um, but you yeah. know I feel like they could have retooled those assets and kept that same tone um, if that was what they were interested in in preserving the original experience. But but when you both simultaneously you know overhaul the art style in the way that they did, but also not change anything else or or change it for the worse, um, that that split just makes it feel. I know it just it just gets it's hard to to understand what direction they were trying what they were trying to achieve um with mm-hmm. revisiting it in the way they did. Yeah. Yeah, I can totally see that. Okay, so that leads me to the next question. Uh since we're getting Panzer Dragoon remake, Panzer Dragoon's Vi as well. Uh that's uh already announced. What other Saturn games would you guys love to see making a comeback soon? Either with just a, a new fresh coat of paint or just totally remade from the ground up. For me, that, yeah. that would have to be Virtua Cop, uh, Virtua Cop 2. Um, oh. Because obviously to play that game, you have to get out your CRT TV uh, and your old light guns. So I would love to be able to play that on my modern TV. Like I can play House of the Dead on the Wii on my modern TV uh House of the Dead 2, sorry. I, I would love to be able to play Virtual Cop on a on a modern TV because my CRT TV uh, that I can play it on with the light gun is a 12-inch portable, which makes the whole sort of experience not very much fun. You have to sit really close with the light gun right next to the TV screen to get any kind of result. So, yeah, yeah. that would be for, for me for sure. Definitely Virtual Cop 2. Good one, yeah. And that reminds me that we're also getting House of the Dead remake by Forever Entertainment as well, so, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> what about you, Brian? Oh, wow. I don't know if I've thought about that. Um, <laughs> geez. I think the first thing that comes to mind maybe is something along the lines of a Dragon Force. Um, 
as a strategy mm -hmm. RPG that's uh, you know that kind of tactical military style of um, game and, and I think that would translate very well almost as it is um, to modern audiences who've you know because I, I think strategy games like that are still fairly popular and and it could be it could work on a number of platforms right and I don't think I would necessarily need a full-on overhaul of the visuals. I think I, or, or like any, you know, new 3D assets or anything. I think I think the um, you could just uh, really lean into the the 2D sprite work that um, was in the original. Maybe uh, like a, a Sega Ages release of the game. Uh, yeah, I think in, I think in that so. Style? I think so. Maybe there's some quality of life, like in the systems. You could probably include some quality of life adjustments. I mean, certainly mm -hmm. between you know, because the way that it's, it's set out, I can't remember if it's like week periods, weekly periods, or whatever. But you have um, basically a certain time to make all of your moves before going to council. So, like you know, during that that week. Uh, long or month long or whatever it is period of time at the end of it after you've moved your characters around the map and done whatever you know castle takeovers or engaged in whatever battles you have you'll uh, hold court and be able to adjust you know your inventory or try to uh, coerce uh, or convince i mean um your prisoners and captives to join <laughs> as generals or um uh, and so there's like a lot of like really um minute especially as you grow your army that becomes in itself that takes a lot of time to try to optimize who's getting what level up or who's getting you know where the attribute points uh and who's getting um you know you have to go through each character to try to uh update uh, upgrade them just just to continue on with the the game so maybe some quality of life uh improvements to streamline that a bit or have some uh, options for automating it to an extent yeah but otherwise, yeah, I mean, I think that game as it is would probably hold up very well. I mean, I would honestly, and then maybe this is sacrilege, but I would play that game even on like mobile on my iPhone or something. I think it would be great mm -hmm. for that. Yeah, I, yeah I would it, it would be nice to have. Yeah, sorry, Simon, go ahead. No, no, I, sorry, just on a, a, a just to, before we, we wrap that particular thing up, I, it would be lovely to see a Virtua Fighter. Uh, iteration for this current generation of consoles we've had an appearance of akira and sarah on um dead or alive i think it was dead or alive six but we haven't had a virtual fighter game on the ps4 and the xbox one so yeah that's sorry that's another franchise i beg you mm -hmm. yeah 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 I, I was thinking that we we don't have any uh saturn games on the the sega ages line of games that Sega has been doing a great job in releasing for the Switch. M2 yeah. are great at what they do. Not sure if it's that easy to emulate and port these games uh, to to the Switch or to any other system right now, but it, it mm -hmm. would be nice to have more love for the Saturn, especially seeing how big it was in Japan. No, Saturn, emulation, Saturn emulation is getting easier, I think. So, so it, it, it's hopeful that in the future we'll see uh, perhaps some more reissues of games and so on. Um, mm -hmm. But, but I, 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 I think you know, Sega, if it, if it if it does one thing well, it recycles its old stock very, very um, assiduously, and it makes sure it, it yeah, gets yeah. much money out of each. IP as possible 
So I think with the current um, love for the Saturn, with with uh, retro bit making new controllers, and with um, the Switch, you know, sort of perhaps giving uh, a, a sort of um, a platform for the Saturn experience on a new console. It, it, it's perhaps a time where Sega are going to mine that resource because they used a lot of stuff from the Dreamcast. They used a ton of stuff from the Mega Drive and a ton of stuff from the Master System as reissued games. Um, and I think that the Saturn is part of their uh, history that they haven't really mined as much. And I think mm-hmm. that in the future... I think if they can possibly squeeze some more money out of some of their old titles, they definitely will do. Um, I, I, as I say, I would love to see something done with Virtua Cop. Uh, a Virtua Fighter, a new, a new Virtua Fighter would be brilliant, and a new Sega Rally would be appreciated as well. I think anything, yeah. anything, anything Sega would be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, and uh, what about a Saturn Mini? Would you guys think that would work, or would you guys like to see that? Um, I would like to see it. I, th- I think anything that anything that that uh, increases awareness of the console is good. I mean, there was some real disappointment with the PlayStation Mini. Um, I, I know that some people were really upset about that. There was PAL versions of games put onto the American system and. You know that only ran at 50hz there was a, there was a, a lot of disappointment with the choice of games i think on the playstation mini so it would have to be done well it would be no point having a, a satin mini if they if they didn't pick some great titles to go on it but um i in principle i would love to see a satin mini yeah i i agree certainly with the sentiment that <laughs> any anything that uh extends the Saturn's existence in the in the modern zeitgeist is a good thing. Um, as far as the, at least at this point, I mean, I guess it depends. I mean, emulation has come a long way, right? And Menefin and some of those, uh, I think, do a pretty good job as long as you have beefy enough hardware. Um, and that's where I think the rub would be is, uh, you know, how, could you do a mini console that has a, a strong enough processor to run that emulation well is maybe my question and and maybe it's something that 10 years down the line that'll be easy to do but um yeah i'm not sure so practically speaking i I think it might if if something like that was if sega was to pursue something like that it might be um i don't see the clearest path forward uh, for that being as uh, good of a project as it could be but maybe so yes, but if done well, right? As as you know, it's obviously yeah. the the correct way to to address this. Yeah, yeah. Always and... do it the best way if possible. If if it's not possible to do it correctly, to do it, um, if you if you can't not botch it up, yeah, don't don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's right. right. That's a good summary of it. I mean, I I also though at least from like a um. You know, because the other part of this is the game curation, right? And so, in addition to the criticisms mm-hmm. that the PlayStation Mini received when it came out, was the fact that so many of its most iconic IPs were 
couldn't be included in it. Um, you know, Gran Turismo, Tony Hawk, all these games were very, uh, you know, had elements of their soundtracks or, or car licensing that really held them back. Um, and I don't necessarily see the you know, when I look at when I put together all of the most iconic Saturn games, I don't really see a lot of those same hurdles. I think a lot of them stood on their own um, as original IPs without a ton of licensing. The exception being a lot of the sports and especially um, Sega Rally, for example. You would definitely need uh, Toyota and Lancia to to sign off um, to use the, the likenesses of their vehicles. I'd imagine. Um, but, uh, you know, everything else, I think you could put together a really compelling library that captures the spirit and the heart of what made the Saturn special um, without a lot of that red tape um, to go through. So I think even uh, from that angle, I think it would be I would trust that um, a pretty solid collection could be um, amassed. Um, so, yeah, really, for me, I think the barrier is how how well it would um, actually function. Yeah, I agree. OK. Good, good answer there. Okay, so guys, let's say someone just stumbled onto the Sega Lounge and is really enjoying hearing you guys talk about the Saturn. Uh, what would you tell listeners that are not familiar with uh, the Saturn Junkyard to convince them to uh, be a part of your community? Well, how much money are you willing to own? That's not the. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we 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 can only entice you in with love, not money. We're very very poor and humble at the Saturn Junkyard. It is a junkyard after all. Um, but we would we would ask you we would ask you first of all to come over to the Facebook community um, to get some advice and some um, guidance from the people there because they're extremely friendly. Um, we have 4,000 members, many of whom are extremely knowledgeable. So if you've got any questions about the system or you just want to know about people's uh, ideas of what games are, then the Saturn Junkyard Facebook community is definitely, I would say, a great place to start. And of course, uh, the YouTube channels um, has many great um, videos on by our friend Nuno who uh, is an expert on Saturn emulation. So he could show you how to uh, perhaps emulate some Saturn games on your computer if you weren't able to access the system straight away or if you just wanted to dip your toe into the water. Uh, the YouTube channel will be a good place to start as well. So, um, yeah, the Junkyard can help you out in many ways if you want to know about the Saturn. Uh, so come on over to the blog, to the YouTube channel, or to the... Facebook community. Awesome. Yeah. Brian, uh, are we getting a bribe from you? No. Uh, I mean, you know, we're no. okay. obviously Sorry. we're not going to be uh, <laughs> disclosing the details of our, of our agreements uh, live on the show, <laughs> but you know, maybe. Come yeah. on over and we'll talk, right? Yeah. There can be something for you, Casey. It's just not for the general public. Oh, oh, really? Okay. Oh, that's enticing. <laughs> uh, okay, so sorry, guys. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> we're, we're a very elitist group, actually. So, you know, we got to, you know. Uh, scratch the backs <laughs> of those who can scratch ours. No, I'm kidding. Um, I feel I feel like I mean what I appreciate most about the junkyard community um, is that 
and and we try to be very intentional about this, but um, kind of respecting all of the different ways that people have of enjoying the hobby. Um, for something as niche as the Sega Saturn and as much enthusiasm as, as we have for it and our love for it, I think it's really the best way to encourage that and to um, help others or give, you know, uh, have a community, build a community uh, where others can share um, their own love for it is um, to not necessarily, uh, I guess gatekeep is maybe part of it, but it's, it's more like not necessarily instill some sort of sense that there's only one correct way to enjoy the platform. Right. Like, you know, for example, from a purist standpoint, we're not going to say you, we, cannot you know if you're emulating the uh console we are going to shame you if you're not buying the original if you're not you know spending a ton of money to to procure those games in your collection um but to, to that end we still have a lot of collectors we have a lot of people who are just casually interested we have a lot of people who've enjoyed the saturn since it came out we have a lot of people who are more technical minded and very interested in digging in the ins and outs um uh, maybe along the lines of like a digital foundry um, discussion. And so those kinds of discussions happen all over the place um, in whatever capacity that people are comfortable with. And we, you know, there really isn't a lot of judgment to, as far as uh, the, you know, any sort of sense that somebody is enjoying the Saturn the wrong way. Cause as far as we're concerned, there is no wrong way to um, pay homage to um the great uh, Segata Sanshiro. Like we're all true. We are all his children. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> Just don't use it as a toaster. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's, there's caveats for sure. There, there's definitely asks there. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, we'll leave links to the Facebook community, to the, the blog, to the Twitter, to the podcast, on the show notes, so feel free to check them out, guys. I have one final question for you guys. It's the the final question of for all of my guests, uh, and that is, uh, you're familiar with blast processing, right? For the the, the Genesis marketing uh, tactic that they came up with in the yeah, states. So that isn't real. That isn't real. But let's say for. A, a second that it, it, it is real it is powerful yes, if sorry. you could add blast processing to anything in the world what would it be and why our healthcare system yeah uh, I, I think that would be a pretty good point to uh to to sign off we could all do with some blast processing for our healthcare systems i think they're all under a uh, siege right now so if we could get some of that 90s blast processing into the healthcare system that would be a great thing I agree. I agree. Okay. So, Brian and Simon, thank you very much for coming on the show. Any last words uh, before we kill you? Before, I mean, before I let you go? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> no! That, that was not... That took a turn. That was not the, the cards. Katie, <laughs> um, can I just say how much fun this has been and, and a big thank you to Sega Lounge and, and to, to Sega Radio, Radio Sega, because... Uh, it's, this has been fantastic. It's been a real honor, and we'll we'll come back and speak to you anytime you like. Oh, awesome! It's been really fun for me as well. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you for having us on. It's yeah. I like. I'll just echo those sentiments. It's been a lot of uh, had a, had a good time here, and 
despite the technical difficulties with the quiz and everything, I, yeah, I think actually that was that might have been one of my favorite parts actually. And no one knows about that either, so that's great. So we, people only know the fun parts. That's the magic of editing. Oh, right? wonderful. wonderful! Oh no, damn! We're now we're now disclosing everything. We don't have to uh, disclose the, the. We don't have to disclose everything the now. fact. We could only hear a second and a half of each of the ten seconds. Yes. Clips. All right. All right. And no, the difficulty connecting uh, through clean feed. Oh no, no, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, fair. But yeah, seriously, thank you, thank you very much for for coming on the show and and uh it's it's been really fun yeah so people please check out uh, the saturn junkyard uh check out the links in the description and obviously guys you're more than welcome to come back anytime on the show and just have some fun we'll have some fun together i'm sure and i'll torture you <laughs> a little bit more with another challenge <laughs> yeah no and likewise casey you're, yeah we'll, we'll have to have you on um our uh we have a, a podcasts of our own the saturn junkyards titan cast so um yeah we'll have to i don't know if we plugged that yet so that's why i just worked that in there but um yeah you're definitely you welcome you to join have. us <laughs> <laughs> yeah so links to the titan cast as well uh are in the description and uh feel free guys to check out the latest episode if you're interested uh, in more in-depth um thoughts on panzer dragon remake yeah Feel free to check out the last, the latest episode of the Titancast. Right, Brian? That is correct. Okay. Okay. Am I getting paid now? No? It's later? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> the, check, the check's in the post. Oh, cool. So that let's, that only takes like 60 days to get here now with the pandemic yeah, yeah. going on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you very much. Take care. And uh, we'll... See you around. See you around. Thank you. Thanks. That was my chat with Brian and Simon. Be sure to check out the saturnjunkyard.blogspot.com and tell them I sent you. Or don't, because they'll probably hurt you after that challenge. Hopefully we'll be seeing more of the Junkyard Boys in the future, so stay tuned. And now it's finally time for that Space Channel 5 VR giveaway. Last week, I announced that I would be giving away two codes for Space Channel 5 VR Kinda Funky News Flash for the PlayStation VR, courtesy of Grounding Inc. and Strangely Compelling Media. You had two different links, one for Europe and one for North America, depending on your PlayStation Network account. We had a little over 200 entries, and now it's time to randomly select one of them. So... Let's just open the competition page and start with the European code. And the winner is Billy Bob. Congratulations to you, sir. Well done. I will be sending you an email soon, so be sure to confirm and I will send you your code. Next up, let's have the North American code. Okay, and the winner is... Will Grismer, congrats! 
Again, keep your eyes on your inbox and reply to my email so that I can send you the code. And that's it. Congratulations to Billy Bob and Will Grismer for winning the codes for Space Channel 5 VR. A huge thank you to Grounding Inc. and Strangely Compelling Media for the codes and a big thank you to everyone who took part. If you didn't win this time, don't worry. Stay tuned as we'll have more giveaways soon. And on that happy note, it's time to say goodbye for another week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Sega Lounge, and if you did, please consider leaving us a review. If you're not subscribed yet, what's wrong with you? <clears throat> I mean, please subscribe so you don't miss new episodes as they come out every Friday. Come back next week for a special launch party episode of Streets of Rage 4. Yes, it's finally coming out 26 years after Streets of Rage 3 came out for the Mega Drive, and I'll be talking to two of the people responsible for making it a reality. Until then, stay safe, try to have fun, and play games, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening, bye bye The Sega Lounge, hosted by me, KC, and part of Radio Sega's network of live shows and podcasts. Theme song and incidental music by OSC. Find them at opusciencecollective.bandcamp.com. Got any suggestions? Drop me an email to kc at radiosega.net. Follow us on Twitter at The Sega Lounge. You can find previous episodes of the show by going to thesegalounge.com and wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. 